Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast is the Darkest Timeline podcast. So, you know the drill by now. We've done like 80 of these, so, you know. It's games, it's movies, it's TV, something from the week. Um, I don't know, there might be other stuff in there. Who knows? Let's find out together. If you're one of our lovely YouTube subscribers, gold star for you. And if you're an audio subscriber on SoundCloud or iTunes, well, you could have a gold star as well. How about that? So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline Podcast. So two times ago, it was third time's charm. We're now into fifth time's charm. I finally worked out what on earth was going on with the sound. And uh, yep, yeah, of all the times I've done podcasts, decided today, let's put it differently. Uh, I'm sure nobody would expect me to be saying on the 1st of February, oh my God, it is so warm. But... Uh, yeah, I'm sweating. That's how. Uh, that's the situation we're at. Hello, how y'all doing? You well? You'll get this. What back end of February? Um. So yeah, how's uh, how's locked? <laughs> how's lockdown still going? Uh, yeah, I think. I think people are really struggling through this one. But anyway, the uh, the reason, you know, one of the reasons we're here podcasting away is uh, for that very reason. So, let's get to podcasting. Bit of a weird one this week. Uh, there's been uh, a variety of things that I've chosen to not speak about. Um, things that we'll just get a mention and all that. So the list is a bit weird. Um... There's more like what's happened in the last week sort of stuff and less of the entertainment side of things, um, which uh, some of you might be disappointed to hear. Some of you might be, um, I don't know, excited. Let's go with excited. Um, but yeah, it's been a weird one. Um, I've, I've, I've fallen back into my old ways, I'm afraid. And uh, I'm just watching old films um, just stuff I've seen and anything that I've been watching that's new um, this probably falls into the guilty pleasure category so probably not not one to talk about um, so let's get let's get cracking um, I, uh, I I'm saving money saving up and it, I, it's one of those things it's not a common occurrence uh, for me personally um, I suppose people would probably view me as being a little bit more frivolous um, and as years have gone on, I've had to sort of curb that. There was there was points in time where I, I, I used to get paid on a Friday. And by Monday, I'd be like, I ain't got any money. And like that would be a genuine, like, I didn't have any money. Um, that's the, the price of the hard rocking lifestyle, unfortunately. Um... Then there have been points in time where it's like, you know, I need to I need to get this under control, I need to sort this out and you know you save up, you know, add amount of money and you you feel you're doing well and then, you know one weekend can can blow all that out of the water. Um and I think I think there was a point in time where I decided that I just wanted to be able to you know, get to payday. Um with money, <laughs> um, which sounds like uh, like a, 
a small achievement to some or a, a non-existent achievement to some. Um, but for me, that was a big thing, you know, like I say, three days into the month and no money. Um, we're probably talking 20 years ago, to be fair. Um, but that was the thing. And then, you know, you're having to try and work out how you're getting through the month. Um, I remember there was like the point in time where I used to get paid at midnight, like the money would go into the bank at midnight and I'd be stood at a cash machine at five to 12, um, you know, trying to work out what I was going to eat. Um, you know, things like that. So, you know, for me personally, it's often, you know, it's the small, small achievements in life. Um, get all, get all the bills paid and, you know, do whatever needs to be done and money for the family and various things like that. However, um, I, I've set my sights on an item yet to be announced item um, and I'm saving up and this goes back a few months um, where are we so we've just got into February <sighs> probably goes back to November um, you know put money into one side for Christmas but by usually by November I'm pretty much done dribs and drabs here and there um, and then you look at you know what you've got left and it's like oh yeah I've got I've got this left um, then I had my middle daughter's birthday and it was like oh, I've put this money to one side birthday stuff but to be fair I've you know probably bought quite a lot and you know, things like that and then this this pot of money started building and and there was this conversation like oh well if I don't need that you know don't need that money then maybe um, maybe I can buy yet to be disclosed items um, and then there comes the point for me there comes the point where I switch from day-to-day -day me to saving me like I say it doesn't come around often but when it does come round, it's vicious. So it's like, oh, uh, there, there is an item here. Uh, it is £3.50. And immediately I'm like, mm, £3.50 is a lot of money. Especially when you're saving up for stuff. Because, you know, you could take that £3.50, go without, um, you know, a cup of coffee, a bought cup of coffee and whatever. Um, and put that £3.50 into the pot. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of stuff like that um, but yeah it's very much a, everything gets locked down you know it's like I don't I don't buy anything I don't look at things um, that all falls down when um, well I've got I, there are a few things on the list that all tied together um, In fact, three of the four things on the list actually all tied together in some way. Um, so, I actually had to leave the house, which is something else I wanted to talk about. I just had to leave the house. Um, now, this is... I find this difficult to get what I mean across to people. But I'm going to give it a go. So, I leave the house... five days a week yeah I'm just trying to work out I'm trying to work out on the uh, on those other days if I leave the house five days a week I go out first thing in the morning and I run and I run out and I run back we know this everybody knows this um, and once I come back that's it I don't leave the house after that so there is a part of me that considers that I don't leave the house if that makes sense, I, you know, bearing in mind we're, we're, we're locked down at the moment, so realistically that is my that is my allowance for leaving the house. But there was a time when I was like, oh, um, I've been, you know, I've been for a run, but I need to, I need to go to the supermarket to buy X item. 
Um, so I would do that and then, you know, on the way back, oh, you know, I am out already, so I'll go to the drive-thru, get the coffee, um, you know, that sort of stuff. All within the realms of what's allowed, get back home, that's, that's you done for the day. And I can't, I, recently I've just, I haven't been able to bring myself to do it. We're kind of jumping ahead somewhat, uh, even though all these things tied together. Um, yeah, I did jump ahead a little bit. Um, so, saving money like a, like a crazy man. Um, I undenied about buying something for days, and I mean days and days and days. And it took the item being on, because the item was on sale, it took that sale coming to an end and having less than a day left for me to be like, okay, I'm going to do it. Um, I really hope I don't regret my decision because, you know, this six pounds could, could, could have gone in the pot, but I think I'll, I think I'll manage. Um, and it's just that, it's that, you know, I've spoken before about the dif my, my difficulties around buying stuff for myself anyway. Um, but now it's like, that's just a, it's just a no-no. So then, I was going to town on Saturday to pick up a prescription. Uh, legitimate reason to leave the house. Just, you know, gonna do, do a, a run into town. Uh, I, <laughs> I actually nearly ran into town. Um, but then I got all, all flummoxed and uh, all like confused about how once I got to town, how I was going to get everything back uh, if I ran there. Now, obviously I would run back, but then I'd have all these things that needed to be carried. I was like, I could take a bag, but some of them, you know, all this time. So then I, I didn't, I just drove, I went for a run and then I drove. Um, went into town, picked up a prescription, which, Every time they say to me, do you pay for your prescription? I'm like, yeah. And they then I watch them write down the amount that needs to be paid. I'm like, shouldn't you be wearing a mask when you write that number on that? And then, you know, when we go over to the till, don't, aren't you supposed to pull a gun out and have a, a big sack with a dollar sign on it? Because holy smokes, prescriptions are expensive. Um, so I'm in town, I'm like, well, I'm here. Um, so by the time I got back to the car, I think I'd spent £35. I'd been to three places that were all on the way. I didn't go out of my way. I just, there were places that I passed. And I got, I got back home and I was saying, um, I was saying to Lana, I was like, this is why I'm not supposed to leave the house. I'll leave the house, I'll go out into the big wide world and then it's like, it's like some kind of weird pickpocket just takes all the money out of my wallet. So, I'm in saving mode is the shortest version of this story. Um, so we'll move on to the, to the other part. So, I went into town and other than the fact that I completely blew my, uh, my saving protocol. You see, here's the thing, because the way I got around it was I didn't buy anything for me, other than the prescription, but, you know, let's face it, I would die otherwise, so. Um, so, yeah, prescription was for me. Nothing else I bought was for me. So that's how, that's how we get around these things. Um, so, I was glad I'd gone into town because of this thing where even though I leave the house pretty much every day and I go running when I come back I'm I'm locked down you know like we're supposed to be I'm locked down but I started getting a bit twitchy and I don't I actually mean the opposite to the way that probably sounds what I mean by that is I started getting into that I don't think I can go out and I started getting a little bit like, like I was saying to, I was saying to my sister on the phone yesterday, I was like, the, the level of, 
would you call it cleanliness? Like if a piece of post comes through the letterbox, I will take the piece of post with two fingers, sort of carefully carry it over to the table, drop it, go straight into the kitchen and wash my hands. If a parcel comes and I have to like pick it up and bring it into the house and stuff, it's the same, I immediately go. Um, I've got this thing about like, once I've put my mask on, like when I go out somewhere, once I've put my mask on, I don't take it off, even when I get back, like when I get in the car. Um, like, unless it's like, uh, like when I went into town, I got back to the car and I, um, sanitized my hands and my forearms all the way up to my elbow before I was prepared to take my mask off and then I get back and I wash my hands and I'm just I think I've reached a level now where I'm just like I can't I can't I can't quite explain it adequately it's like I'm, I'm just so scared that I'm going to get the virus and I don't, know, I don't know how to put it without making it sound awful but I'm like and that's going to be that's going to be because of I mean you know the multitude of people who are just like flaunting the fact that they're breaking all of these rules it's like those are the people that get the virus and those are the people that pass the virus on and because there's so much of it going on these days you have to work on the, I personally work on the principle that anybody I come in contact that isn't a member of my family or somebody that I know I was going to say somebody I know well but some other some other people I know well well I'm, I, I work on the principle you've probably got the virus and you're going to try and now give it to me but I got to a point where I was like, just, just in the house. You know, I look at going out and running as that's my exercise, and you know, I, I have to do that for a multitude of reasons: mental health, um, weight, so on and so forth. Keep up, keep up, keeping up. Um, but I can count on one hand the number of people I see when I'm out on my run. And I often don't come anywhere near those people. So, and you know, it, that thing that I keep hearing people talking about, oh, I went out, you know, I was in town and it's like a ghost town. Yeah, try going in on a Saturday when people are just milling around and, you know, basically just doing what they've always done, going into town on a Saturday and going shopping. Um, <clears throat> I would like to know as a statistic whether people who suffer with agoraphobia have, have, have struggled more at this time or if there's been more cases developed of agoraphobia at this time i would be interested to see that statistic compared to some of the statistics you do see um <clears throat> So, one of the other things that um, that sort of ties into all of this um, is buying stuff on the internet. So, buying something on the internet is generally, do Amazon sell it? That's, let's face it, that is buying on the internet these days. Um, and, you know, you can't get away from that. There's a reason for that. Chances are, Amazon are going to have it cheaper than 90% of the places and then they're going to be able to screw the other people over on the delivery and things like that. But sometimes you fall into a category of Amazon don't sell this item. Very rare and you have to go to like, you know, if you're looking for a specialist thing. Um, at one point in time I was looking for somebody who could repair a guitar um, and you know straight away it's like well Amazon don't do that I don't I don't think they do anyway um, so immediately you're at the mercy of the internet 
But in a situation where you're buying something on the internet and entering into a world where all we're told nowadays, um, I get a lot from work, but you hear a lot, like in the news and all this and the other, is that every single person on the internet is there for one purpose and one person alone, and that is to take your money. So, scammers, quote unquote scammers, the percentage of scams has gone through the roof during all of this pandemic stuff. And it's, it's awful to think about. It's awful to think that uh, what will be the worst time that pretty much any of us have ever known there are still people out there in the world who are like now is the time to capitalize on this and make some real money and it's awful and i say that because um i very nearly ended up in, in a scam situation i've spent weeks and months and, and months and months um looking for a particular item um and you know you you're always told if something's too good to be true it probably is uh beware of this beware of that beware of the other look out for the warning signs but ultimately the whole thing about scammers and scams is they're generally one step ahead you hear about them when they get reported and by then they're they're more often than not moving on to something else uh, and I, knew, I, I recently nearly got caught in a situation um, where I, I found a particular item I was looking for um, and I was like, ooh, this looks good. Um, oh, it's, it's, it's cheap. Oh, it's, it's local. It's a local shop for local people. Uh, it's local. You know, and it's just it just starts ticking so many boxes. Like, oh my god, this is perfect. Um, and it's one it's one of the weirdest situations because the reason that it was a very very near miss was because I ended up not having contact with this person, and because of that, they then didn't have the opportunity <laughs> to scam me out of money. Um, and it was then later, I went back like a couple of days later and found the you know, the advert or whatever you call it, the website or whatever. And it had all changed. Um, and the price had changed and the dates had changed and everything about it had changed whilst re ultimately remaining the same. And I was just like, oh my God. Um, oh my God, you know, uh, that's that's a near miss. Um, but it's terrifying because then immediately you're like, okay, so now I'm looking for something that I'm, you know, I'm saving up for and I'm, I'm saving uh, my money and I'm not buying this and I'm not buying that. I'm not buying the other. Um, and although everyone's fed and clothed and watered, you know, you might have to go out with some, uh, go <coughs> without some of the little luxuries in life not the worst thing ever um, and then now it's like well absolutely everybody in the world is trying to take all my money from me so now I don't trust anybody um, which makes it very difficult to buy something on the internet when all you see is box after box after box of that person trying to steal my money how is this person going to get my money out of me um, and, and and now I'm I'm currently in this situation where, um, you know, dealing with people who are like, I assure you, I am not a scammer. This is not a scam. But can I have some money? It's just like, it, man, so difficult. So I've been, you know, I've been trying to use my time wild, wi wildly, wisely, mm. Freudian maybe. Mm. Uh, 
So you know, I'm trying to read more. I'm trying to um, I'm trying to learn a skill. Um, I'm trying to <clears throat> expand the podcast. Um, I'm trying to. What else am I trying to do? Play computer. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I'm trying to pour coffee on my leg. Um, I succeeded with that one. There you go. Take that off your to-do list. Mm. Oh, my word. That's delightful. Um, so what I've been doing, another thing I've been doing is trying to use this time wisely by setting myself like, like a job. So it's like, oh my God, I've been trying to do that job for six months now and I just never find the time. So I've been setting aside time for jobs. So yesterday uh, I ended up in a situation where I was like, right, I've got a perfect opportunity. Um, Leanne and the baby were going for a socially distant walk. Wasn't socially distant walk at all, they were going out with uh, Nana when Nana's in the bubble, so it wasn't, didn't have to be socially distant. Uh, but they were going for a walk. So I was like, perfect, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna tidy. So this room that I'm currently sitting in now, um, part office, part podcast studio, part entertainment room, part shrine, um, part everything. It just gets used and abused because it's used for so much. All of that stuff I've listed and more. And it was like, oh, you know, I need to hoover. I need to dust. I need to get rid of 60% of the stuff that's on the floor. You know, that sort of situation. But you just, you just, the, it's setting aside the time. So, like I say, Sunday morning, I hit this, this, this sweet spot. where I was like, right, now is the perfect time. I don't have to parent for half an hour or an hour or whatever. Um, I could just sit and, you know, play computer games or I could um, play some VR or I could sit down and watch something, that sort of thing. Or I can go and do the job. And the reason that I was like wanted to talk about it is that that satisfaction you get from doing like a a really good job, like a really good job. So I like <clears throat> I separated out the things that needed to be put away, the things that needed to be got rid of, the things that needed <clears throat> like finding an actual home, which is different to got rid of or put away. Um, so. All of that got separated out. Then anything that remained, it was like, what variety of cleaning do you need? Do you need hoovering? Do you need dusting? Do you need <clears throat> like debris cleaning? That sort of thing. So I sorted all that. Then it's like, right, get everything up off the floor. So I did that. Some things had to come out of the room. So too big, I wouldn't fit on the sofa. <clears throat> Once that had happened, now it's time to get the hoover. So meticulously hoovered, um, used the, the brush to get like um, various bits of dust and stuff, <clears throat> went round, did the cobwebs, um, all of that. Hoovered, I hoovered a table, I hoovered the sofa, I hoovered the speakers. Um, you know, that kind of level we're talking. <clears throat> then, like, well, you know, well, I, I'd hit a flow. So I was like, well, you know, what else needs doing? So I put everything back where it needs to be, put everything in new homes. Uh, but then I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in the zone. So hoovered the landing, realized that uh, some of the landing carpet isn't actually attached to anything. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, the, the, the carpet is, is leaving us. Um, hoovered the landing, hoovered the stairs, hoovered the hallway, and just getting into that that zone of like I walked away from doing all of that, and the sense of achievement 
a job that's just been hanging like a sword of Damocles for so long that you finally get the opportunity to get around to doing and you do it well and you do a really good job and I, I don't want to I don't want to toot my own horn but toot toot bitches it looks amazing in it, it looks immaculate um, like all the surfaces look really nice the floor looks great although even after a, a day you know I'm looking like what's that over there um, but yeah the sense of achievement and pride and you know all of those sorts of things from getting the opportunity to do a job that you've been trying to do for a while doing it well and walking away and being like that was you know a great situation all round mm. that coffee is delicious so this is where things get a little tricky I watched a load of films nothing new but then I watched a new film today not one I want to talk about I have watched a new film uh, but basically I've watched one film that's worth talking about you know what I meant to double check I can look it up which you know I shouldn't but uh, oh actually I won't look it up like that I will look it up a different way because you can guarantee I'm going to need to know. There we go. Ah, oh, but this won't tell me. Damn. Uh, I watched the film Ava. Oh wow, that got, that's got a really low score. Really low score. I wouldn't have scored it like that. So the question I had was, is this a Netflix original? I don't I can't imagine it is. Um, now we've got to... No. There's nothing that suggests it is. Uh, but then, I would then follow, that would then fall into the category of, I couldn't honestly tell you that I've ever seen a trailer for it, apart from when I was put on Netflix at some point. Go out on a limb and say something. I think I said it. I think I might have said it last week, but Netflix is really bad. I've noticed like their films. It's like, oh, here's a load of films for you to watch. And it's like, oh, did you uh, did you go to Amazon Prime to find that list of films? Because it's like all of those films are what's been on Prime recently. All of them, like literally every single one. Like that's on Prime. Anyway. Mm. I was film Ava. Um, I saw the little trailer thing on Netflix. Thought it looked quite good. Um, apparently, um, it's not scored amazingly. Five point four out of ten, and a Metacritic score of thirty-nine. Oof, that's bad. Um, I wouldn't score as low as that, but I certainly wouldn't be raving about it. It's, right, let's do the usual and we'll actually read this thing. Ava is a deadly assassin who works for a black ops organization traveling the globe specializing in high profile hits. When a job goes dangerously wrong, she is forced to fight for her own survival. It's nothing new. Heard it before. The premise being is that she's a hit person, hit woman assassin and she's got a difficult past um, but that unfolds more and more as the film goes on but basically there's this thing where um, she talks to the people that she's killed and that she's about to kill to try and find out why they've done things wrong and that, that people want them dead just a little quirky thing that was mentioned at the start and it happens again later on interesting cast so Jessica Chastain 
Now I kind of recognise her, whilst at the same time Oh, she was in Interstellar. Oh, she was in It. X-Men. Dark Phoenix. I was about to say, have I seen that? I think I have. Oh, yeah, she's a, she's a bad guy in that. Okay, so I, yeah, I recognise her from stuff. She's in the Martian. Alright, that's fair. Okay, so that is that is her. She is Eva. John Malkovich. Somebody called Common. He, he seems to be in a, in a fair amount of stuff. Uh, he was in Wanted, Suicide Squad, Smoking Aces, which I watched recently. Fraggle Rock? What? Okay. Well, he was also in a, a variety of things. Did a voice in The Lion Guard. Um, so, here, here's, where, here's where we get to the good stuff. Uh, Gina Davis is in it. Now, famously, Gina Davis was in The Longest Good Night as an assassin. Um, and Gina Davis plays this Jessica Chast Chastain's mother. Whoever cast that needs some kind of award. That casting is amazing. They are, they look very similar and that just the casting was just so good um, Lone Grufford he has been in loads of stuff uh, he was Reed Richards in the two original Fantastic Fours um, and then a variety of other things. Probably was in Titanic. Um, who was the other? Oh yeah, Colin Farrell, who seems to be in everything I watch at the moment. Anybody else that's standing out? Meh. Anyway. So. Here's the thing. It was a bit. Of a shit sandwich. So the start of the film sets up the premise, which is this woman supposed to kill these people, but instead she's like talking to them, and then she kills them. Fair enough. But it also sets up that this woman has had not only a very troubled past, she, you know, one of these people who joined the army because otherwise they were probably going to go to prison kind of situation, and then had a drink problem, a drug problem, uh, uh, you know, she's had this problem where she's been talking to the, the targets previously. John Malkovich is like her handler, Colin Farrell runs the the agency that they work for, oh, is that, yeah. Um, and then basically they decide that they've had enough, Colin Farrell decides he's had enough, so decides it's time for, for Ava to go. Mm. There was someone else. Is it this guy? Another guy who is in absolutely look at look at this. Is that it? Because he is listed out. It just lists him for loads of stunt work. But then I was like, he's in absolutely everything I watch at the moment. How can I find... Or is this not the guy I'm looking for? He's not the droids I'm looking for. He doesn't seem to have a... It is him. Don't ask me to say his name. Efka... Cover uh, no, I'm not even going to attempt that one because I'm just going to embarrass myself. But he's just listed as being, 
Oh no, the first known for stunts. Here we go, actor. Ava, Westworld, Birds of Prey, Sneaky Pete. I think, I think he was in From Dust Till Dawn. Let's go back in time to uh, when was the Industrial Dawn made? In the 90s. He's, he's, had a, he's had a right old career. He was in that um, three billboards outside Ebbin, um, Missouri. Why is this listing his stunt work? Oh, I don't know what's going on here. I guess he's a I guess he's a stuntman. Anyway, I mean none of this is important. So I said it was a bit of a shit sandwich. Um Colin Farrell decides he wants he wants Ava gone. Gets tangled up with like the whole dealing with John Malkovich thing. But in the middle of this film, it focuses on this this Ava decides to go quote unquote go home and deal with like her family. And what I was gonna say, deal with her family bullshit because it's it really lost a step when it was oh, I need to go and deal with all my past. I couldn't give two shits about your past love. It was covered in all the flashy bits at the beginning of the film. Can't we leave it there? But no, we've got to go and deal with the mother. Now, I say, like I say, the mother, Gina Davis, very good casting. But we've got the ex-boyfriend who's the sister's fiancé. Yeah, there's that. Um, and they've all, got their, they've all got problems. Oh, they've all got problems. But she's got problems. But they've got problems. It's just that, just 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 that, constantly that. Everybody's got problems, and then obviously they, you know, towards the back end, they're they're coming, you know, they're going to come and kill her. I feel like I've spoiled this in some way, but I kind of wish that is stuck with the strength of their convictions and not had all the stuff in the middle I kind of wish that they'd have gone like a like a female hitman kind of route what well, I mean you know, hitman by as, as in the, the game stroke to not amazing films um, but yeah if they'd have just followed the, the, the line of She's, she's quite troubled, but we don't need to know too much about that. We just need to know that that's a thing. And then had her doing a load of, like, assassinations in various different ways. But, like, the, the talking to the people she was there to kill got worse and worse and worse. And then they decided to take her out. And then they had, like, a, you know, some kind of taking her out kind of battle towards the end. That would have run a lot better. And I, and I feel that that's probably why it's scoring quite low. Um, unfortunately, I do feel that I may have ruined this. So, apologies. And I should have probably said spoilers. I apologise. I still, I still, I didn't give it all away. There's a lot more to it than obviously what's been said there. So, uh, you know. Do you feel like you still have the option to go and watch it? At the start, I said there was stuff that I, I wasn't going to talk about. So one of the things that I'm not going to talk about is I'm watching American Gods Series 3. I think I talked about the first couple of episodes last week. And I have watched the third episode. The problem we've got with this is... I'm not going to tell you that nothing's happened. I just don't feel there's enough for me to talk about. Like, I'm a bit like, well... like There's, there's a part of me that wants to say nothing happened. 
but for for me for watching it and stuff like that stuff did happen um i like the attempt that they're having with this is it called lakeside um so yeah shadow's gone off to live in this um this little community um and you know from from having read the book and knowing about it and that sort of thing um yeah this is this is the part of the story where it turned into like a bit of a mystery um and like i've said previously it could be argued that this is the the best part of the book even though it's pretty well removed from the rest of the book um but yeah there was nothing majorly stand out ish about the third episode i'm not saying it was bad and i'm not saying nothing happened i'm just saying that there's without going into loads of detail about whatever there's not a lot of point in me talking about it episode four will have been released today um and i'm sure i'll get it watched in the next few days because of that aspect where i'm a bit like well i ain't got anything to talk about um i have been watching <laughs> i have been watching something else um it's usually just when i sit down to eat like sit down for my tea or whatever and i stumbled across it on netflix the other day and i was like Do you know what i'm gonna give that a whirl it is not new it is old um <laughs> i am watching harry enfield and chum absolutely phenomenal just there are things in the in the first couple of episodes of harry enfield and chumps that still live on today um i i spend my time walking around the house now and i'll just randomly bag hello Giorgio. four go four games for newcastle four goals um because the the Julio Giorgio thing is fantastic. There is the um, the two guys that work on the fish market and they do the uh, the singing, um, and it that I would say in all of the history of all British comedy that is hands down possibly the best sketch ever. Um, you've got the stuff where Wayne and Wayne win the lottery. Um, it's just fantastic. You've got the Kevin and Perry where um, Perry's been to Manchester <laughs> and he's just doing all the Oasis stuff. It's fantastic. As with any sketch show, it does run, you know, not all of it is absolute comedy gold but what is what is good is just fantastic um so that's been a that's been a blast from the past something to uh something to enjoy something a little light-hearted you don't get you don't get programs like that these days uh, so it's nice to it's nice to have a little watch or stuff like that um computer games wise still have not played any VR, uh, not it's not through not wanting to, not whatever, it's not having the opportunity. Um, there's been points in time where it's like, oh, I can do it now, it's like, I haven't got the time, oh, I'll, I'll do it, you know, I'll do it when the when the baby is asleep, and then either she doesn't sleep or she sleeps at the wrong time, or just it just doesn't seem to be very forthcoming. Um, it's still on my list, you know, like I was saying before, list of jobs sort of thing. But um, at the moment, it's just it's just not getting not getting the opportunities. Um, what I have had the opportunity for is uh, console games, and one of the console games I played recently 
was Watch Dogs Legion. Um, I'll say this, I consider that I have basically finished it, knowing full well that I haven't finished it, but on the flip side, the credits did roll. So, you know, how much do we consider a game to be finished? Short version is, I didn't do a lot of the side missions when I was playing it, because I just kind of wanted to get through it. Um, so, by the time I finished it, and the credits rolled, and you know when you just carry on playing the game, a lot of the side missions are still available to do. So I started doing a few of those, but ultimately I wanted to get on to the next game I'm going to talk about. Watch Dogs Legion. So on one side of my TV unit, I've got a pile of games that I am quote-unquote currently playing, whilst not playing at all. Basically games that I haven't finished, I haven't you know got any further with. They've just been put to one side. On the other side, I've got the pile of games that I am either... Uh, the, um, the more current ones, either playing, have played and just need to finish off properly, or haven't played at all, still in the wrapper, or have started, need to go back to. Um, so, Watch Dogs Legion rose above things like Immortals, Phoenix Rising, and the Avengers game. Um, because it was <sighs> unfortunately it was just about playable um, th th there's a lot wrong with it a lot but it's it's saving grace as a game was that it was playable um, which, like I say, had Avengers and Immortals beat hands down. Um, I do intend to go back to those games. I, I promise, you know, holding hold my hand up, I absolutely promise that I intend to go back to those games. But they weren't. They weren't doing it for me. They were. They were annoying me more than anything. And again, you know, this is a situation where Watch Dogs may have been janky as hell. And just, it felt very much like they tried to make a game just to please people. And that's never the way to make a game. It felt very much like they were trying to not do what they'd done with 2. Which was a great idea, because 2 was just such a mess of a game. But in then trying to not do what they did with 2, they got even further removed from it. Um, the, some of the systems that they've sort of implemented this whole not having a specific character and instead having multiple characters um, was something I couldn't get on board with originally I think I said this last week but then as time went on I actually kind of got into it a bit but then I ended up just favouring one particular character and when that character was either incapacitated or unavailable I'd just play with a particular other character but the controls were not amazing the driving was not good for a game that wants you to do so much driving the vehicles you know all of this sort of stuff but it was fun so there was an aspect where they had managed to get it so it was it was it was fun it was a fun game to play i enjoyed playing it it was not amazing it was not very well <laughs> wasn't very well done um, and 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 those sorts of things but it was fun and and for me in the world that we're that we're in in this in this game world fun goes a long way these days because there's a lot of stuff out and about that just isn't fun. Um, like I say, see the previous uh, previous two games I mentioned. Um, so, 
Watch Dogs Legion. Um, if, if you want me to score it, it's probably a 6 out of 10. Um, I've, I've been trying to work out whether it's one I would play again. Uh, I feel like I'm probably going to go back and finish off these side missions after finishing the game that I'm playing at the moment. Um, I would consider the game finished because the credits have rolled, but the kind of completionist part of me does want to go back and get those side missions done. I have toyed with the idea of, you know, am I going to play it anytime soon? Am I going to play it again anytime soon? The answer is probably no. So does that mean I should probably try and trade it in maybe? Who knows? So, because technically finished what dogs, um, I was like, look, it's time for a new game, and I knew absolutely the game that I wanted to play. Uh, that game is um, Hitman Three. I think I might have mentioned that I got Hitman Three, and it was uh, it was all set up and ready to go. Um, anybody who who know who's in the know will know Hitman's a big thing for me. Has been for many, 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 many years. Um, I can see from here a, uh, a Hitman, uh, what are they called these days, action figure um, on on my on my mantelpiece, the surround area of my mantelpiece downstairs. I have a big um, Hitman statue. Uh, my second ever tattoo, and again, anybody that knows me or anybody that's watched any of the YouTube videos can probably guess. Um, I have a lot of tattoos. My second ever tattoo was uh, was a Hitman tattoo. Um, as a as a franchise, as a concept, as a game, um, they mean you know they do they do mean a lot to me. I've I've spent spent a lot of time with those uh, those games. Wasn't a huge fan of the of the sort of the newer version of this this Hitman this triple franchise not franchise this triple it's been a bit of a reboot um, wasn't a huge fan of the first one when it was released I went back and played it again a lot later um, and, and enjoyed it a lot more uh, basically once it had all been released uh, I felt I could give it the time it deserved Hitman 2 I never got originally, I never got to start with. I got it quite a while later. I think there was a thing about, it was a mixture of things. I think I had a few games on the go anyway. I think um, the first one had left a bit of a bad taste in my mouth. In fact, I have a feeling that I went back and played the first one when the second one came out. And when I'd finished the first one, I then bought the second. Now I played the second and I really enjoyed it. Um, something that goes back all the way back in the Hitman games was it was very much a you had all these various different opportunities um, of the way to complete the assassinations that were put before you but it was just so varied. It was just there was a lot of like you would talk to other people. It's like, oh, have you found this? Have you found this way in? Have you found this weapon? This that and, that. and eventually, you built up a method of completing these assassinations, trying to do them um, with like the top level um, and all that sort of stuff. Something that these ver these incarnations of the games have added is like these like storylines so you can select a particular storyline which leads you basically guides you it's a guided assassination so it's like go here do this now go here and do this and then go over there and do that and then eventually you'll be presented with the opportunity to assassinate your target do that now leave and for the person I used to be, when I, when I was first presented with that, I was like, well, that's not, that's not Hitman. However, I have become 
so quickly used to it that now as with Hitman 3 when you're presented with a level where it doesn't hold your hand you're like well this is absolutely disgraceful so started Hitman 3 it was not it was not a good uh, first outing um, there was this thing where you could transfer your data from like Hitman 1 and Hitman 2 into Hitman 3 uh, it took me half an hour and the thing was that when I eventually got to the part of transferring the data that took like two or three minutes but it took me half an hour to get to that point because the websites in, that were needed were terrible um, so that was that so I lost half an hour of game time just dealing with that started the game got going I've been playing the game for about five minutes and it was like, oh, you've been signed out of the PlayStation Network. Like, and? I was like, oh, you need it. Do I? Yeah, you can play offline if you want. Do that then, I don't give a shit. Oh, if you play offline, you can't get any uh, achievements or complete any challenges. It's like, cheebus. Right, fine, let's sign back in. Uh, yeah, go on then, put your password in. I don't know what my freaking password is. Here, try this. Oh, uh, you can't use that password. Well, hang on a minute. I can't use that password or that password is wrong. Uh, if you need to reset your password, we'll send you an email. All right. Next thing. Oh, they've sent me an email. So I looked. Oh, your, um, your password, yeah, it needs resetting. All right. So four attempts I think it was to reset my password can't use that one no we don't like that one that one's not good enough oh that one will do right so I had to go through back through the whole process of getting back logged in back into the game this and the other by this point I'd lost the best part of an hour which more often than not is the entire amount of time I have for playing a game so I was like I think we can agree the game doesn't want me to play so let's leave it there came back to it the next day and I was getting a bit I was getting a bit annoyed I was getting a bit flustered in some ways because I just felt like the way that I knew the game to be like this guided assassination just wasn't there and I was getting annoyed and I couldn't find a way into this place and I couldn't find a way to do this thing and I tried multiple different things and I tried looking stuff up on the internet and all of this and then when I was looking through the menus I was like oh you have to you have to select it you have to select the one you want because obviously there's multiple different ways to do these things and once I'd selected it we were off now then there's one for me, there's one glaring, glaringly obvious flaw with this game. From when you turn it on, when you load it up, you can't load a save. No, there is no way I can find to load a save game. What you have to do is go into the mission you want, start the mission from the beginning and then load the, the save that you want to load. It seems like a hugely glaring flaw to me. I'm very puzzled why it is that way. It makes no sense. However, I have completed four of what I believe is six missions. And I've got the fifth now. Once I wrap this podcast up, I will be going and playing it. Um, I mean, it's it's Hitman. You know, I, I'd I'd watched a review. You know, this is a game that's getting nine out of tens, and I'd watched a review that said like it's only six minutes, so only six missions, but those six missions are so intricately crafted; they are things of beauty. Um, and if I'm honest, something that, that's really strikes me about this game is that each one of these, these levels, each one of these missions, is so different 
to each other. Uh, one was a murder mystery, one was set in a nightclub, uh, and all of the things that go with, you know, a big nightclub sort of thing. Um, one, of the, one of the things that I didn't like about the like, nightclub level was um, it was just such a complete and utter maze. But that seems to come across quite a lot in in all of the in all of the levels I've played so far. They are very maze like. Um, the nightclub one was also the one where it didn't. I hate to say this, but it didn't help you. It didn't give you the guided assassination stuff, uh, and that made it quite difficult. Uh, and I had to watch a video on YouTube for how to do the uh, a few of the assassinations, and I was like. Yeah, I don't think I'd have figured those out on my own because a lot of it was just like blind luck, hope, a wing and a prayer kind of thing. I had to take out a lot more, I had to subdue a lot more civilians on that level than in any other level so far. Um, just purely to be able to take take the, the targets out. Uh, I was very grateful to the video I've watched because it actually highlighted that um, you need to take out five targets, but there's more than five targets, so you kind of get the, the pick of them, uh, and you just basically pick the best ones. Uh, and I, because I'd been round the level so many times, I picked up so many different bits of equipment, I'd actually managed to assassinate one of the main, probably the top guy, um, just through... A variety of different things. Um, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I'm enjoying it a lot. I do wonder whether I'll go back and try and do some of the other uh, uh, other guided assassinations, or whether I'll go back and try and do some without the guide and, and like the not the guide, but the guided aspect. Uh, I'm looking forward to going. It was a it is a game that I've thought about playing when I've not been playing, it's like, oh, I'm looking forward to playing that later. Um, so yes, at this moment in time, it's very enjoyable. And um, I, I'm going to go out on a limb, um, probably touch wood on this one. I think I'll have probably finished it, quote unquote finished it, by the time we talk again. Um, so yeah, I'll keep you posted on that one. I am toying with what to go for next, whether I go back to Watch Dogs and just tidy up those side missions, or whether I go and actually have a proper go at Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, probably going to end up being a split decision. I'll probably be talking to you next week and tell you I'm playing Avengers, um, but we shall see. There we go. That's it for this one. That's the, the week that was. Um, so yeah, thank you very much. And uh, I'll talk to you next time. Bye. So there you go. What do you think of that? Another one done. Oh man, where's the time go? It was like Christmas two minutes ago. YouTube watchers, if you're a subscriber, you're a hero and we love you. If you're subscribing on iTunes or SoundCloud, you are also a hero, and we love you as well. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com, check us out what we've got going on over there, and uh, drop us a line. Social media links and email links are over on the website. So that's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye. I'll see you then. Bye.